Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese, And I'm Dan. Um, this week we're doing Mission Impossible Fallout. Now I got my screening on Thursday night. And I think you got yours Friday night and yep. today's Sunday. Yep. Got a few days to mull over it. Yes. A few days to let, let the body untense. <laughs> Detense. De- because yeah. Jesus... Uh, I was sitting in that goddamn cinema, and I think I left claw marks. The, I, the, the, and it's not even from not being scared or anything. I literally was physically tired after this film, mm. and I love that. I yeah. love that. It's not a to me. That's not a negative. Money, but, money well spent. That's it. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, but I want to ask, as we always do at the start of these uh, podcasts, what do you think of the film? Dan? I enjoyed it very much. So. Is that it? Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Every oh, time you're just like, point. it was good. Yep. And I'm like... And there was a period of nothing. Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I enjoyed it. Directing was spot on. There's heaps of parts I'll, I'll talk about. Um, action scenes, the fight scenes, uh, the car chases, the bike chases, the helicopter scenes, <laughs> the... Uh, oh, it's now, so, it's great. It was great. This yeah. is a two-hour, 20-minute movie. Yep. They packed it. Oh. Like, they packed the shit out yeah. of this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked the movie. I enjoyed it. And I like it because it invoked that emotion of tension. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that if a movie can get you tired by the end of it like that, mm. and you are watching an action film, it's definitely done its job. Yeah. And you also, I mean, of course, you want the characters, you know, you want to like the characters, but it's had five movies. Yeah to create character development and mm. so now you're just like if any of these characters die I'm going to feel bad yeah um, yeah just just on that yeah. I think they did add a touch more with uh, Ethan's character of him picking mm. human like one person from his team rather than the rest of the world um, I think he's done that a lot in other movies yeah. uh, but they mentioned it heaps in it like the CIA lady yeah. here we go I'm already forgetting names um, and his boss yeah, Hunley was his boss. Yeah, uh, yeah. Adam Adam Baldwin. What's his name? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec yeah. Baldwin. Yeah. He lost a bit of weight, actually. He Jason, did. He yeah. looked a, a little looked little skinnier, but yeah, yeah. he did a good. Like all the guy, everyone in this movie yeah. did a really good job. Gold. To to the point where I think that like this may be, probably is Henry Cavill's best role. I, yeah. And they yeah. gave him less lines, which helps. Yeah. I, I think that <laughs> I don't think That's he's bad. Brutal. <laughs> I don't think he's bad. I just think that he plays this stern asshole really well. Yes. Uh, and maybe not, yeah, you could say asshole, but definitely like um, someone who is like uh, cocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. what comes off to me. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty similar to the man from Uncle Roll. Yeah, but he's it is. a baddie. Yeah. Well, he's a goodie, but a baddie. Yeah. Well, he has that, that amazing part in man, man from Uncle, which I just, every time I watch it, I, I'm in stitches where uh, his friend's driving on the boat. And he's gotten out of the water in, and gone into like the truck, and there's like a, a nice little pamper oh. next next to him in the truck. Yeah. And he's turned on the like Italian music, <laughs> and put like the napkin under his yeah. chin yeah. and starts eating and, and drinking wine. It's so good. I enjoy I, that movie. Was awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I I think that any movie like uh, any action movie that can evoke that type of tension is going to be amazing. Mm. And to to walk out of the film and actually be like. I actually feel like okay, I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. Like that's how I felt. I'm like I'm ready to go to bed. I've 
I've now had a work like I did my workout earlier in the day, and I think I got more of an ab workout from fucking Mission Impossible <laughs> than I did from anything else. Oh, wow. Uh, and it, it, I don't know. I I thoroughly enjoyed the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, to start it off, uh, it it's just crazy to think that this man of like what. 55? I don't know how old is Tom Cruise. He's in his 50s easy now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Actually, let me let me just see that. Ready? See if it works. Yeah. How old is Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise is 56. Oh, that was pretty close. Oh, thank you, Siri. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a new segment. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, tell me is the name of the segment. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's super fit. But fuck yeah. yeah. He's running around going <laughs> mental. Like Another running part for Tom Cruise. <laughs> dude, he's well known. Now. He yeah. knows that that's what he's well known for. Yeah. So he's like, so he, I bet you he's like, so where's my running scene? Yeah. And he like, was, some shots, he was sprinting he, hard. Like, yeah. It's like life or death was real. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like <laughs> so- when you watch his necks, like he's like veins <laughs> in his neck extend yeah. and like the tension in his neck. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that running like he literally has that scene where he's running across like yeah. what is like a, a what like an airport or, or a, a train a train building. Yeah, on the uh, top on the top. And it's yeah. one long yeah. long Hectic, shot. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like you can't be like you just gotta be happy about it. It's oh. so fucking funny. <laughs> like you're like it's heaps funny. Adding to adding to the mix. What'd you think of Simon Pegg when he was guiding Tom Cruise and he goes, Oh sorry, I had it in two D mode. Two D, yeah. But it, was, <laughs> it was it was good humor. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was nice and light in in like the right time and location of the film. Yeah, yeah. It, it made me like I verbally laughed out loud. Yeah, it's like oh, um, Simon Pig. Yeah, uh, the, like the amount of stunts that this man does in this film, and mm. I know this is something that is commonly talked about. You yeah. know, there's like I don't know. There's not much more to talk about with Mission Impossible except for the fact that. He does do a crazy amount of stunts and he has so much love yeah. for this character and for this series. Yeah, yeah. It's like every time he does one of these movies, he is prepared. Yeah, he is, and yeah. He wants to be there and he's the driving force of Mission Impossible. Yeah. And he does that with pretty much any movie that he's in. Yeah. You see him in Risky Business, mm-hmm. he feels oh. like he's the driving force. You see yeah. him in um, Jerry Maguire, yep. Edge of Tomorrow, mm, Edge of even Tomorrow. Vanilla like, Sky, which I don't like the movie, yeah. but he does feel like he's a driving force. Like, I know, yeah, sure, lead actor, he has to be. Yeah. But he comes off more so as like, there's a reason why Tom Cruise is here past being a lead. Mm. He isn't like The Rock, where he's there to do a job. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, see you guys, yeah. thanks, that was cool. Now, The Rock can just stand there and doesn't do anything and, and everyone will like it. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, because The Rock's charismatic and yeah. so is Tom Cruise, but yeah. he comes off, like, Tom Cruise comes off as if, like, I'm here to do a job and I care for the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When The Rock comes off as, I'm here to do a job and this is good marketing. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> you he know. just does an eyebrow raise. Yep, there's a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, like, from start to end, this movie has some of the best stunt work. So good. Which is crazy because yeah. he's not a stunt guy. No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder I, I wonder what his insurance companies must think. Dude, they might it must be fucking mental. Yeah. Like his insurance, like I, I don't I don't understand how studio I don't I guess he must like 
have some form of contract with whatever studio. Like, yeah. is it Paramount? Yeah, it's Paramount, yeah. So what, like, he must have a contract with Paramount to be mm. like, if I'm a part of these movies, I'm going to be doing the stunts. Yeah. And I swear to God, Paramount must be sweating. Oh, yeah. Right, the whole, like, at what? how long did it say it shot for? It, it had like two winters. It, shot for two. it was 116 days or something. Yeah, and it was like, it said it. But they had the breaks in between, here. yeah. Um, what is it? Five hiatuses, yeah. four weeks of aerial photography, three continents, two winters, and one broken ankle. Yeah. Uh, uh, 3,000 setups. Yeah. So just for people so, that haven't, well, maybe some people don't know about that. Yeah, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. And then during uh, one of the scenes, he jumps across two buildings. He actually yeah. broke his ankle. You can sort of see it in the cut, um, but in, because it's he's in such the trailer, a, but not in the cut. Yeah, they sort of. Yeah, that's true. Um, but because movies cost a lot of money, time-wise, mm. like you know, there's a lot of crew there at the time. They can't just do another retake. Because mm. Cruise is such a businessman, right? Yeah. He get in his head. He's going, "Nah, fuck it. I'm going to continue this shot." So yeah, he basically <laughs> broke his ankle. You see his real life agony. Yeah, and he continues exiting the scene. And, he does, and, and that shot there. is yeah. used. The yeah. exit is used. Yeah. yeah. So I know that in the cut, you don't see, you don't see him breaking his ankle. I think that was a second. Yeah. Must have been a second take. Yeah, that or they must more have of a done, side angle. Yeah. Or they must have done a um some some uh CGIing of whatever it is because you can actually see the break. Yeah. In the other cut, like mm. you can see the the leg bend back in a really yeah. awkward way. <laughs> <laughs> but in the but in the like the exit of the of that sh- that shot, yeah. he is limping, yeah. which looks really weird because the next scene he's, he's sprinting, sprinting like a motherfucker <laughs> across, the, across the building, man, yeah. and he's and he, taken off. And he comes into the offices. How funny was that bit? He goes, the lady, well, she gets off a chair, and he goes, yeah. "Oh yeah, I can just use that chair to jump out the window." Yeah, he goes, <laughs> and he's just staring at Thanks. him. Thanks. <laughs> just about chair to jump out the window. Breaks it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's that. when Benji. Yeah, yeah, he goes, oh, sorry, oh, sorry it's it 2D. 2D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um, played out well. That was good. Or well, what was it before he goes, oh, I was on screen lock. And then he. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, so- <laughs> um, it, It's just like a ridiculous amount of stunts. And yeah. like the from the helicopter to him on the bike falling like. Ramming into a car and falling off the bike, like he did that. Yeah, man. Yeah, they did a little bit of CG on it, but yeah. he fucking did that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, on the helicopter he falls. Like yeah. he does, he's it's doing hectic. that fall. That's <laughs> so crazy. They're, I'm tense watching that helicopter yeah. scene where yeah. he's crawling up, and he looks visibly scared. Yeah, I know. I. <laughs> but the funny thing is, out of all the things that he's scared of, it's that helicopter thing, the halo jump. He looks completely prepared, <laughs> as if he had done this like a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. He jumps straight out of that, th- and they follow him, and it's so cool. Yeah, it looks good. It, it's done really well. Um, well, so actually, awesome. well, on that, you know when, um, just yeah, do you know when Ving Rhames, you know, he was about to die, right? Yep. When they shown Tom Cruise's options, the way they directed that, yeah. So the camera went straight into plutonium, mm-hmm. then it looked at the car, mm-hmm. then it looked at the exit. It's all in one shot, and then it pulled focus back to Tom Cruise. I'm going. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, it's giving you all the options. Yeah, of that I've never moment. seen that done before in yeah. a movie. Well, correct it's, me if I'm wrong, it's but yeah. It's probably been done, but I think it was maybe a lot more clear. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, like, I mean, I think a lot of the time, something like that, it's good to analyze that because a lot of the time, something like that is, I think it's done more often than you, you think. Yeah. Uh, but you, it's subconscious. Yeah. So you'll see that occur, but subconsciously, you're like, you don't. You don't analyze it. Yeah, but what I liked about it, because I think because it was in your face, 
and there was so much shit happening. Mm. It made the audience think, okay, fuck, this is really his options he's got. Yeah, that's the options. Yeah. There's like, there's the three options or four options we have. Yeah. To the point where there was a point in that that scene where at the start where I thought Benji might die. Yes. Yeah. Like there was like he was across the thing. He threw mm. the plutonium, and I'm like, yeah. is he going to try and make a runner? And mm. like they're going to have a platoon moment where he's just like, pop, 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 <laughs> you know, he's yeah. getting hit. Yeah. Um, but then obviously Ving Rhames getting captured. Yeah. I I I really like I, look. I like the fact that they gave, and he's he he has those moments in other movies, but mm. they gave, um, Ethan Hunt. Yep. This like, you know, he'll do anything for his team. Yeah. And he does that in all the other movies, mm. but. It's kind of something that is necessary to show that this character isn't just uh, insane. Yeah, or a <laughs> robot. Because he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, he's, he's the fucking Batman of the Mission Impossible world. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's not, not like a good dude. Like, <laughs> he's not like all there to yeah. be doing the stuff that he does. Yeah. And nor is like what I think Henry Cavill's character is a lot mm. of the time in this movie. Where he falls out of the halo jump, gets down to the bottom, and he goes, "You look like you lost your oxygen tank." <laughs> yeah, dude, I would have killed him. Yeah, I think oh, I would have no. shot him at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you little bastard. <laughs> um, on the since we're talking about being Rames, um, I like how they gave him because he nearly died again. He was talking to what's that new girl? His new, new girl. like the love interest. Um, oh, the character's name. You know, you know how he sat her down and yeah, he has that moment which the, yeah, is really good and a bit of tear up. I've never seen Ving do that. Before. Actually, do that. Yeah, in, in that was thought that was good. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, the, I re- there was more of a human element to this movie. Even, yeah. even starting it off, you know, him and his wife in that dream. I think the most human of the films is the third. Um, oh, and that's just actually because when JJ came back. Yes, yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's the most human of them because you know, there's a lot more of like here's a life that mm. he could have. Um, and yep. then also, you know, I don't know, there's a feeling there. He's like a trust in the film. Yeah. A lot of trust in the people that are around that, him. That's a, I reckon it's a JJ influence. It is. He likes having characters where uh, you have to connect to them as a person. Mm. I don't, even in this one, in the new one, I don't connect to Ethan Hunt as a person. Mm. I'm not, I, I don't feel like Ethan Hunt is like, I could ever be him or, or, you know, talk like him or anything. In the other one, I feel like there's a, a, in the third movie, I feel like there's some form of connection there with where I could talk to Ethan. You know what I mean? Like, I could have a chat with Ethan. Yeah. I think the villain um, played a good role there too, though, with, with that, like Seymour Hoffman. Oh, dude, he's he's still the best villain in the, in the franchise. the rabbit's foot. <laughs> dude, he has that moment where he's like, he wakes up in the helicopter, he's got a wife, yeah. daughter. Yeah, that's exactly how he talks. find him. I'm gonna hurt him. Yeah, he's just like that's scary. That yeah. shit's scary. Yeah, he's free- so good. Another like, actor that's passed away too early. Oh, awesome, killer in that movie. Yeah. He's killer in every movie, mm. but there's, destroyed it. There's a there's another JJ sort of reference in all these movies because we yeah you know, he's an executive producer. Yeah, where um or well, this latest one where they talk about getting um the villain mm. kidnapping the villain. When they're talking about, it, there's that little quick montage. But mm. It's just music. There's no sound effects. Yeah, that's a that's a massive JJ thing that he does, especially in Lost and all those other things. Um, Star Trek, the new Star Treks. Yeah. Or the music, or the music's just like very faint. You don't hear any sound effects, which is I think is kind of powerful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, no, that he <clears throat> look. I think that JJ has an ability to. Uh, he, he's a, a 
he does things where you you are able to what you're able to watch the movie as an audience any audience member i don't think a lot of directors can make films where like all of their filmography mm. is viewable by nearly everyone yeah uh, and i think that you know you watch pretty much all of jj's stuff yep. from from his tv shows like alias lost mm. um did he do starts with f oh fringe oh, fringe yep and then you watch like you know obviously mission impossible super 8 i love super yeah, 8 super 8 awesome amazing yeah. uh and underrated film completely underrated mm. i think that like that's probably the most spielbergian film yes. in the past 15 years yeah yeah uh did you know sidetrack yeah. did you know how jj got into yeah hollywood yeah he um he actually spielberg hit him up to yeah um, it was go through his archives or something, wasn't go it? Go through his archives yeah. and help uh, clean up all his old short films. Yeah, yeah. It was JJ and um, his good buddies with uh, the guy or- who did Jurassic Orchie? Park. No, not Orchie. Uh The guy who directed Jurassic Park, the new ones. Trevor Rowe. I think it was Trevor Rowe. I think he's mates with him. Colin Trevor Rowe. I think so, yeah. It's Trevor Rowe or there's another one. Right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. an odd one. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it is... Um, for a moment, I thought it was Roberto Orchi, and I was like, mm, nah, was I think it? it? I was... thought Roberto Orchi worked with him on Fringe. Let me actually Google this. Keep chatting. I'm fairly sure he did. Uh, no, I think that um, JJ's movies are extremely accessible, and that's what makes him such a good director and, and writer. Yep. Uh, you look at the last... I mean, that's the reason why you know big franchises are given to him, like Star Trek and Star Wars. Uh, he's able to make films where people can go back and watch them as an audience, connect to them as an audience, be intrigued by the action, be intrigued by the science fiction, yep. be intrigued by the characters. Mm. Uh, they, there's a connection there, and it's it's not always, like, complicated. I think that he's bad at complicated. That's where he, he fucks up. He tries to do something too complicated like Lost, and then it kind of just goes to the wayside because they can't answer the complicated questions. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's better when he does something simple like Super 8 where he's making sure that he's focusing on the characters mm. and the action. Yeah. Like, I really think he would have been... I you know I like Ready Player One. I think Ready Player One was a great film. Yeah. But I also think that if JJ helmed something like Ready Player mm. One, it could have been a really good film as well. Yeah. He I mean, does have a very Spielberg... He's. It feels like he's a protege. Yeah. Oh, it feels like he's 100%, a protege. yeah. I'm sure I read... Um, cause I read his book. But I know that it was JJ... It was the same thing with the whole Lucasfilm era, like, you know, when that started when there was um, George Lucas, Spielberg, uh, Scorsese, you know, all yeah. mates. Yeah. I know that it was JJ and someone else, they had their, they went to like a film club. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was similar. And then that's how Spielberg got him in. Right. Um, uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, but JJ was hit up by Spielberg really young. Yeah. Like was, ultra young, like yeah. 16 or 15. Yeah, or and he was writing episodes for, I forgot what show it was, and everyone was heaps jealous of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he's getting gone to Alias and... Yeah, and I can't on. remember. They were older shows. I yeah. remember they were like early 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's done He's done well for He's himself. like the... You know who he's like? Um, he's like the Pharrell Williams of of the, the movie world. Like Pharrell used to write songs for Michael Jackson. And you didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. See? Yeah. Like, you know, there's he's done like things for Michael Jackson. Yeah. Far and, out. Um, 
Yeah, he's talented. They're all talented. You know what I mean? In that way where it's like, he just seems like they're... Uh, uh, they're, they're protégés. They yeah. really are. They're yeah. like, they're being raised by mm. the people to, to be able to do those type yeah. of films. Yeah. Um, back to Mission Impossible, though. Uh, this is the type of action movie... It's hard because there's not much to talk about except for the action. Yeah. The, the film has some great moments with characters. Henry Cavill, yeah. Oh, I was going to say with the action, I found the f- the first half had a very Nolan esque sort of feel to it. The first half. Yeah. What do you mean, like the way the way it was directed? Like it felt like I was watching Batman, like the action sequences. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't so know what wait, it was. The, what, like this... the first action sequence where there's like the plutonium in the in the room, what the one with Bing Rames being held. Or do no, you mean... is that the actual chase? Oh, I know why. The big chase. It's cha- the heist moment, the yeah. extraction. Yeah, that... because it's right next to a fucking um, the the there's the, the what's it called? The police car goes over into the water, and that happens exactly the same in Dark Knight, right? Uh, Dark Knight oh, Returns yeah, or whatever. It does Dark too. But yeah, but just I don't know the angles, the low, the wides. Yeah, it was like, oh, fuck, this is yeah. I, yeah. I enjoyed, like, I enjoyed it, and I was yeah. like, oh, this reminds me of Batman. Maybe not as shit cuts as Batman. Yeah. If you look at like the cutting in in Batman, it's pretty bad. Mm. Um, it's surprising that it, they even get away with it. Yeah. But this movie's cuts, Pers- almost flawless. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it can, the best, some of the best editing I've seen in years is that end scene in Kashmir where there, it's between three different areas mm. between Ving Rhames and yep. and character mm. and like Luther mm. and Julia. Yep, yep. The the wife, the wife Mona, Mona, yep. Monahan, Monahan. Yep. And then Simon Pegg's character and uh, we got to find this chick's name, Rebecca Ferguson, <laughs> Isla. Yeah. Isla's character. And then um, between Tom Cruise and, and Cavill, mm. which the Tom Cruise and Cavill helicopter scene is, I think that may be the best editing in in the it's, past however long. It's mental. I like, and I like how they add a bit of comedy in it too, like uh, about how are you going to get to the other helicopter? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's like, because you... You try and think about it, and you're like, he can't jump in. No, nah. like he can't like like go above it. He just get fucked up by the blades. Yeah, it's it. And then, yeah, like I was thinking to myself, is he gonna make them bank to the left hard and then jump through the plane? And well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought that uh, that'd be shit. And so. then perfectly, they just go like, "There's no other way to do it." Let's and it's like, let's do this Mission Impossible style, yeah. which is like luck. Yeah, that's yeah. what their movie is, man. <laughs> and nearly everything in Mission Impossible is like luck yeah and they're just like fuck it i'll ram it <laughs> it gets to the point where they're like it gets to the point where nearly in every one of these movies they're like even the last one yeah rogue nation i'm mm. is it rogue no ghost protocol he's in that that's weird the like, dubai one isn't it which one the, the dubai one yeah, but the there's Burge a dubai scene in it near the end where they're inside some weird like car yeah they jump across thing. buildings no the car <laughs> that's that was crazy. Yeah, that was they jumped across one building to another. No, that's Fast and Furious. Is it? Yeah, where they jumped the car between buildings. Wow, didn't they ran? Didn't they? Nah, there was. I thought. I thought it was in. They were in the Burj Dubai, which is the tallest building in the world. Yeah, I think it still is. And they, they I think they go into it. Oh, maybe I'm getting confused. No, it's two different yeah. films. Okay. No, this one here. That at the end of the film, they're on a um. There's like a, a a. It's like a car park in Europe, and it's a really bouge car park man yeah. and someone will drive the car in and then there's like an extractor belt that'll 
pull the car up into an, a location and then like uh, put it into another okay. location. Yeah. Like it'll, it's almost like a weird like uh, elevator for yeah. your car that moves left, right, up and down. Yeah, they have those in Japan. Yeah. It may have been in Japan. I don't know. It's. It, I think, I thought it was in Europe. In yeah, but the movies in Europe, yeah. And and they're going from one car to another. They're jumping levels. They And then at the end of it, because the guy decides, like the bad guy decides to kill himself yep. and take like the bomb, the nuclear bomb codes with him, mm. he jumps off it and then jumps off the thing and falls right down to the, like, the bottom of the car park. Yeah. And Tom Cruise decides to get in a car <laughs> and jump the car. Yeah. Through the thing with like the seatbelt on, so that he gets like the fucking airbag right. to the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm watching this. I'm like, luck. Yeah, like man. every time, every yeah. Mission Impossible movie nearly ends with just luck. Yeah. And why not? But it, if, you don't, if you don't try, he's got yeah, he's got one thing. chance to do it. Yeah. That's in it. The, you're thinking that in the movie, you're like, there's one chance, or else he's gonna die. His team's gonna die. Yeah. So like, world's well, millions of yeah, people will die. Yeah. yeah. Quarter of the population or third mm. of the population, they said in this one. Yeah. So you're like, I guess this is the reason why. Yeah, and it fits. Mission Impossible, yeah. like you know. Yeah, it's true. It's it's a good point. Um, um, what did you think of the villain bringing him back for the uh, again? I think it's it's nice to see it because this kind of feels like the. It's not exactly like that, but it kind of feels a little bit like the what's the name of it? You're not thinking like the a second, sequel. the second Bond film in the newest ones. So there's one before Spectre. Uh, I can't believe I forgot this movie's name. Skyfall. Oh, oh Skyfall, yep. Now, take away the element of like, you know, the family and all that. And it kind of does feel like the Skyfall of the movies or even the Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think. Uh, we were chatting off air before. Mm. The Bond films, you just forget. I like, I remembered all the Connery ones all the Roger Moore ones, I know them back to front. Mm. But these new ones, it's like, uh, I can't remember. Really? See, the funny thing yeah. is, I, I haven't really watched any of the old Bonds. Mm. I've watched the Bron... Uh, fucking guy before Craig. Oh, um, before Craig, there was um, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yep. So I've watched the Brosnan ones, and I watched one or two. I think I watched Man with a Golden Gun. Classic. And Golden Eye. Um, that's Brosnan Goldeneye's Brosnan isn't it yeah are you thinking Goldfinger Goldfinger yep so I've watched those two and I've watched uh, the Brosnan ones and I've watched the Craig ones and I, I I like the Craig ones the most but I think it's because I just I, I don't know I don't have like an attachment to Bond yeah because I grew up watching those yeah I used to come um, you know through time you get those deliveries yeah yeah yeah, yeah my dad had a thing yeah, he used to collect the VHS's Oh, okay. I um, yeah. used to come in the mail, bang, open them up, boom, put in the VCR, and all my brothers used to watch it. That's awesome. So that was a thing there. But um, yeah, out of all the bonds, I think Craig's, to me, Craig feels like a proper bond. Yeah. I think he he feels like a bond, at least for the first film. Mm. I think, the first, like Casino Royale, I'd probably say, out of all the ones that I've ever seen, it's the most enjoyable, mm. I think. And, and it has everything that I want in a bond film. Mm. It has a really, really good character development. It has uh, exact the things that I want in a Bond film are, as I said to you before, uh, off air. I want uh, glam. I yep. want cool suits, mm. cool watches, 
luxury locations, luxury cars, hot mm-hmm. women. I, like that's everything I want in a Bond film. Yeah, it's it's a it's a a spy. He's like a Playboy spy. Where Mission Impossible is a spy movie. S- yeah, a spy movie. Spy yeah, movie. yeah, uh, yeah. And you have those glam moments. I think there's like when he's going to John uh, to uh, take over John Lark's, mm. uh, you know, what is it, Persona, swap with yeah. him. Yep. Uh, there's that that club and then the White Widows, like mm. a little backstage VIP area. I yep. think that's some really cool um, mm. glam areas. And they do that in even in Rogue Nation. They go to like the opera and yep. they're cool settings. Uh, are, are you getting sick of... <sighs> The the masks, no. It's they they, they make fun of it. <laughs> they do, movie. yeah. But every time I it see works. them do a mask, like every time they do a mask, like change, mm. it's so cool. It reminds me of the, of the witches. You seen that the roll yeah, down movie? Yeah, yeah, but it but this one here, like every time they do yeah, it, it works. Yeah. It looks mm. like a mask change. Yeah, you know, with um, when they had the villain in that room, yeah, and uh, someone picks a character, up. yeah. Yeah. Uh, halfway through that I thought actually when the first when something was I forgot what it was when the first double cross happened I got oh yeah I know that's not that's not the villain they swapped in yeah so they must have done it right back in the oh when was it when they when they had him on the boat they must have done it then no because because um, they had to get him from no, the boat Simon to the Pegg's under- talking in the safe house to him so I wonder when they did the switch they did the switch when they were they they were putting the masks on the two of them and then they must have, when Cavill walked out of the room or something, his character, mm. they must have just changed over yeah. the two of them in that moment. Yeah, it works. The, it yeah, works yeah, as yeah, a, works. a, a yeah. point in the film, and um, a really interesting way to do it. I, like this is this is my problem with the movie. <laughs> Quadruple cross. That's it, man. I, I felt <laughs> like I was watching the fucking Departed for a moment. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what is this Scorsese film? Actually, we should do. One Undeparted, because that's a great film. We'll, we'll have a, a Scorsese marathon. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in time. But I, there was a moment where I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, Yeah. And you just got to, because it's, cause it's a crazy ride, you just yeah, got to go with it. It's I like, guess. yeah. Like, and I, I was actually sitting there in that safe house scene, very lost with the exposition. <laughs> I, I, I was like, they're talking about like, is John Locke him or is John Locke them? Yeah. And you're just like, I don't, you know what? It just... Yeah. Cool. Look, the the first and then the, the insurgents. Yeah, then the insurgents. Said, I said, "What the hell would they?" CIA's been that? taken over yeah. by the apostles. It's hectic. Yeah. Like, so confusing. Yeah, it was. It's like what? And, and then um, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his boss's name? Hunley. Hunley. Yeah. Then he Ad- got Alec. Then he got stabbed. I'm like, oh man. But yeah, yeah you someone know had to someone had to die. I just want to say it. He only got stabbed. Okay, like. 50 wow. Cent got shot nine times. He's still alive, <laughs> you know? Like, he got... St- yeah, sure, okay. Maybe because... um, uh, What's his name in it? Uh, August, like Henry Cavill's character. Maybe yeah. because he Done. is the one that stabbed him. Yeah. Maybe he knew where to stab. But, yeah. but I do have this thing where I watch someone get stabbed in a movie and I'm like, yeah, some people get stabbed like 20 times and they live. Yeah. You get stabbed once and you're dead now? Like, that took two minutes and you're dead from being wow. stabbed. Are you a, Are you a nurse or a doctor? <laughs> really <laughs> it's it's uh, just one look yet again yeah. we got to put aside that, that, that had to be a casualty i know and i know i have to put aside that yeah, like yeah. in these movies like we just had a quadruple crossing like <laughs> three minutes before it yeah uh 
to the point where they like have that moment where they're like, guess what? We put a tracker in his neck when I took the tracker <laughs> yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, and you're that, like, when did you know that was going to happen? I like, like you know, that, that it was like an, I reckon it was an afterthought cutaway to the tracker going, they, they pulled out the old one and put a new one in. Yeah. It was like a two second cut. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, they would have put that in after. Yeah. Oh, I think it was written into the film. Yeah. But I think it was just one of those things where you're kind of watching it and you're like, guess what? Uh, it's it's one of those moments where like I'm a step ahead, and then they're like I'm a step ahead of your step ahead, and yeah. then you, I'm like I'm fine with that. Yeah. But then they go I'm a step ahead of your step ahead of, of your step, step ahead. ahead, yeah. And I'm like now I'm not not too yeah. sure <laughs> anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what the hell happened? This is where I'm like lost now because yeah. I'm like this is too far. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. No one thinks that far. No, ahead. I don't. <laughs> not yeah. even Batman, and Batman's pretty into that type of shit. Yeah. Um. No, the, the whole movie has a, a. It's a great ride. Yeah. I, I can't hate the ride. Uh, and the the small character development, like with Isla's character and Hunt yeah. nearing the end. I'm, I'm glad that Hunt found this almost like, I don't know, there is a relationship there now. Yeah. And yeah. there's that really weird, like... The, the husband. Is the husband? Oh, yeah, the she husband. Got married again? Yeah. yeah. He's is, always a bad guy. I don't know why he's like, he looks... Isn't he um the brother of uh, Johnny Darko? What's his name? Um brother isn't, yeah isn't that his brother Jake Gyllenhaal yeah I don't think that's Jake Gyllenhaal's brother I'm sure he's one of the Gyllenhaal that's West Bentley this oh, is, is West it? Bentley oh. um, they got some sort of similarities similarities West Bentley was in uh, Interstellar Hunger Games oh that's what I know him from I know him from American Horror Story really well he's one of the characters in that oh, that freaks that. me the fuck out that's why I, like, I think of him as a bad guy when I think of him, I think of um, American Horror Story. He's got that bad guy look, though. Yeah, he does. Like evil eyes. eyes, yeah. Eyebrows. He's actually got your eyes. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, if you if you don't know Reese, he sort of looks a bit like uh, his name. A bit like whoever you're going to say, it's going to be cut out of the pod. No. Well done. What's his name? <laughs> Frodo Baggins. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a compliment. It's not a compliment. It is. He's not a good-looking man. He is. He's a nerdy-looking fellow. He's great. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, it's super fast-paced. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the whole thing, start to, start to end. It, it had this moment at the start where I was hoping it, like, I was like, "Ooh, is this gonna be like Spectre, where they had the apostles come up?" And I'm like. Mm. Uh, are we going to be connecting everything <laughs> to this? And I'm yeah. like, please don't do that. Uh, and thankfully, they didn't. No. Uh, so the movie has budget of 178 million, which seems about right. <laughs> yeah, surprising that it yeah. didn't get the 200 million yeah, mark uh, with yeah. the fucking stunts that they had. Yeah, it's crazy. And already, it's grossed 205. Yeah, it'll make it'll make its back. Yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah, the reviews, all the reviews are just like they're all like above 80. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, there'll, there'll, be, there'll be another one. Surprisingly, the cinema when I went wasn't too packed. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's big in America. I, I'm surprised it's not big here. Yeah, because it is. I don't know, man. They do. They've been getting better. The movies have been getting progressively better. Yeah, like this is. They probably, found. They found a good formula. Yeah, like I, I personally enjoy the third movie the most. Mm. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, that's the one I can easily watch, and digest. Oh, I think that for, for me, it's Hoffman. He just any film he's in, I'm like, yeah, kills this guy's a beast. Yeah, but I think that the best movie of all of them 
is this new one. Mm. I think the sixth film is mm. the best Mission Impossible movie they've made so far. Mm. Uh, and it just it just delivers. It delivers. It's everything you want in Mission Impossible. Yep. Much like mm. Daniel Craig's Casino Royale, you know, 007 Bond is. Yep. You know, it delivers with high action, tension. You get that little bit of character development. Mm, bit of comedy. Bit of comedy, yeah. Mm. And get that, I don't know, there's a little bit of a love interest thing, but not too much. Not yeah. like Bond, where it becomes like a fucking infatuation. Yeah, and it stuffs him over all the time. Yeah. He's not like a, he's not a player, you yeah. know. Mm. Never comes across as that. He's more grounded. He's just more focused. Yeah, more of a, yeah. Like, he's yeah. like focused on his job. Yeah. Like, I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to bang, but I don't have time to bang. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> good, impossible man. mission. Shit's on the clock. <laughs> like, I'm on the clock now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I wonder how much he gets paid. Not, cruise? Not, not cruise. Oh, the actual. I want to know how much Ethan Hunt gets paid for his. He better get some bank, man, because. I don't you know. know. So I'm actually reading a book now. It's a Matthew Riley book, and it's the first one of his I'm reading because he's written a series of you know, he reads he writes about Marines and stuff. Yeah, and this one character um, that I'm reading about his name's Schofield. Yeah, and uh, it sort of links to Mission Impossible because you know the double crossing, like they always yeah, think moves ahead. It's always double crossing. Um, yeah, that, as a Marine, I don't know if this is true or not, but if you go into a situation, mm. you always need to back yourself up, ready for for the next move. Or you always got to think what the enemy's going to do. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Thought, it's oh, almost it's like, cool. yeah. it's well, it's the equivalent of uh, any good sport or game. Yeah, like chess. Chess. That, yeah. Same. It's like chess. It's like any sport, like basketball yeah. or soccer, or you, if you're thinking ahead, mm. even if it's wrong, you know, even if what you have is wrong, yeah. there's times where you're going to be completely right. Yeah. And that's where you win. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. And on that, in this actual book, all of them are expendable. Like, oh yeah. If they, if like this book I'm actually reading now, like they go in there and there's a, I think it's called an eraser. So basically, if they mm-hmm. fail, they right, get, they get taken out. Everyone gets taken. Everything gets wiped out. So no one knows that you're there, right? Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know if they will get paid that much. Well, what would you I say? Hundred k, hundred fifty k. Dude, it's government I think- paid. I don't think it's going to be that much. I think this is that shit where you know where people are like, where the fuck did all the money go? <laughs> I think Ma- yeah, like Ethan a black hole is yeah. where all the money went, and deservedly, deser- yeah. words deservedly. Is uh, that, I don't know how to say it. That'd be interesting but, yeah, to figure out because it's one of those things yeah. where I'm, I'm watching the movie, and sometimes even I'm like, there's like five of these guys, they're always in trouble, but Ethan's like Danger always money. at the forefront, mm. you know, getting belted. I'm like, yeah. this guy better get some bank. You got to go, Ethan. You got to go. It's like twice, I think, in the movie, they said, you got to go. And he's like, I'm going. Yeah. yeah he's running. Yeah, run. <laughs> he's got no legs at the end of the movie. I wonder how much, like, yeah, I wonder how, like, sore he would have been after, like, oh. a day's shooting. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, that's uh, good. I think we've covered a lot of yeah. what we can do for this film. Uh, this is an action film that must be witnessed. Mm. And it's, if you like action, this is it. Yeah. This is like, this is your, your pinnacle film. Mm. This, like, sure, this ain't like cheesy Predator or... But Predator's good, come but on. But pre- Predator's good because of <laughs> time, place, it's yes. all, every, it's everything. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is good because it's actually like... Yeah. It's, it it's, feels realistic. Yeah. It feels ridiculous. Mm. 
at times, but enough to be like ground you to be like, mm. this is fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's just I don't know. It's it's one of those movies. It's hard to hard to pin down exactly how I feel about it, except mm. for like this is the movie that you watch when you want an action film. Yeah. And you want a spy film. Mm. Uh, and and it looks like everyone in that made the movie cared for it. Mm. Christian, mm. sorry, this is going a bit too long, but would you watch it again? Yeah, I'd watch it again. But I'd. This is the thing. How All long? The, though, how long would you wait to watch it again? I'd probably watch it when it came out on Blu-ray. Okay. So I'd wait another three months, and that's because I'd want to watch it with my parents or okay. something like that. Mm. Then after that, I'd probably be waiting till the next Mission Impossible. Yeah. I don't think I'd be watching... This is not the movie I think I'd watch every year. Uh, I think this is one of those movies where... My my thing with these movies, especially the last three, Ghost Protocol, mm. Rogue Nation, mm. and now Fallout. Fallout, I think they're long. They're long movies to me. Mm. I, I think... And especially... Let's just, let's just quickly do this, all right? I'm yeah. just going to do this for you. This is the movie in a nutshell. Real quick. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> he gets a mission given... They fail the first mission. He does a halo jump. He infiltrates as John Lark and and the White Widow. He saves the White Widow, extracts Solomon Kane. There's the safe house insurgents. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, Walker's found out to be John John Lark. Mm-hmm. Uh, they run across the Tate in London, Tate Modern or whatever, and yep. London. Yep. Uh, they go to Kashmir. They defuse the bombs. There's the heli chase. There's uh, the so- Solomon fight is fight. They're the fight as well. Yeah. But then there's also Solomon uh, getting given back to the CIA through the White Widow. Oh yeah, that's right. And then there's yeah. the victory. Wow, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. like eight hundred different things yeah. happening. Yeah, that's a long movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I forgot even in between all of this, between the extract of Cain, uh, so, oh, not Solomon, just extract of Solomon. I can't remember his first name. The extract of Solomon and the safe house insurgents. There's a massive fucking like uh, run around the city of, so of you, Paris. Yeah, and then if you compare Longest. if you compare that to say okay, another epic like for that length, which is longer, Lord of the Rings. Say Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. How many things happen in that? About five. I think there's a lot of characters doing different things. Okay, okay. so the Fellowship okay, they're all together. Let's go. Okay, two towers. Okay, two towers is a lot more complicated because they're, they're, there's they're all scattered. But how many things happen in it though? There's not there's not many things that happen. No, but it's diff- it's different. One feels like it's supposed to be an epic. The other one feels like it's supposed to be like a. It still feels like it's supposed to be a contained action film. You know, but my my point is like. This has got so much happening in two and a half hours. It really does. Where, um, you know, the two towers, any one of those movies, there's a lot of long periods of nothing in between those. There's a lot of uh, fluff. The, the, the conversation feels like they're longer and it likes to uh, expand upon itself with landscapes, yep. landscape shots. So, the, the thing is though... Once we immerse you in the world that it's it's in. Yeah, because I've been recently watching them again and I don't think they've aged well. But anyway, it's me. <laughs> I, I, I think they've aged better than something like The Hobbit already. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, And I... I don't know. See, but, see I, what I can say is, say if you did Lord of the Rings for two and a half hours, right? Okay. Which is doable. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first movie at least. Yeah. Because that's all you if can I, get. Yeah. If I had to watch Out of Choice, and I love, look, I love fantasy and sci-fi and all that stuff, right? Mm. But if I had a chance to watch Mission Impossible, 
or say two towers, I'll probably watch Mission Impossible because I know I think it's gonna it's it's just more of that fun ride. Uh, yeah, two different, very different mm. films, uh, and they're paced the way that they're paced for different reasons. Mm. You know, as I said, something like Fallout, I'm tense from start to end, and yeah. it's because there's so much happening. Mm. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I don't. I think there's. I think the longest scene in the whole film between an action Ten scene seconds. is literally the safe house scene, and at that yeah. point in time, I'm confused when yeah. they're talking. Yeah. So. I'm there going like, I don't know what's going on anymore. This is mental. And then, bang, straight back into getting fired at underground. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. There's a portion of me that thinks that they're two very different films. And although I, I love watching, I, I like watching both of them. And Mission Impossible is great. I just think that it, it feels long. Mm. It feels tedious sometimes. Much like... Lord of the Rings does in its mm. own right. You know, after a while, I'm fairly sure if we were to rewatch the mission, like Fallout right now, we'd be sitting there and be like, this feels like it's a long movie. Oh, okay. Second, second viewing, yeah. And especially yeah. for this, because it's like, mm. you're always in an action scene. Yeah. So that's the thing. I probably, I probably, look, I don't think I've seen any of the Mission Possibles twice. Maybe the third one, mm. only because I like See, Hoffman. It's, it's the most accessible. Um, yeah, uh, it was a good question. Hmm. Yeah, I think that it's the most accessible of them. To yeah. me, at least, I'm like yeah. I can rewatch the third one pretty easily. Mm. I like the characters. So good. Hoffman's amazing. Uh, I think that the last three have been probably the best of yeah. them. Mm. Sweet eh? But mm. they're just not. I can't rewatch them over and over again. Yeah. Like even I watched. I watched. Um, protocol not long ago and I kind of got halfway through Rogue Nation and because it's so long I was tired I, uh. I, and I was already I'd already watched the first second and third wow. Mission Impossible so I did the marathon oh the first and second one I didn't really rate it mate. the first one's pretty boring and the yeah. second one was it John Woo did the first bat one bat shit mental was it John Woo the second movie John Woo crap. with like the dubs and the Ugh. It's cheap. Both of them are pretty cheesy. If you yeah. even watch the first one, uh, Brian De Palma. That's right. Yeah. The first one with Brian De Palma, like Brian De Palma's Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. is just. I don't know. I mean, it's set up Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Young Ethan, mm-hmm. you know, doing his thing. Yeah. The second movie is like Ethan's gone mental and now wants to look cool. He went. Uh, he went mental in real life too. It's so, dude. <laughs> it's so. Well, yeah. Pretty much. Straight eh? after. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those movies though. You you watch the second one, you forget that it's shot in Australia. Oh really? It's literally the end scene is the opera house and the Harbour Bridge. That's right. Yeah. Wow. It's I'm, the botan- like is it the Sydney Botanic Gardens? Yeah, yeah. And they're kissing in the Botanic Gardens and it pans up to the opera house uh, yeah. and Harbour Bridge, uh, and it has all these rural shots of yeah. like them riding bikes, and and cars in like there's like a fucking sign of a kangaroo. Wow. And I'm like. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> this is heaps weird. So it's a um, yeah. That movie is mental. But get yourself out there. Watch Mission Impossible Six. Highly recommend it if you like your action movies. Make sure to bring some water with you, some wipes to to pat down the sweat. Because uh, uh, 
like uh, some some form of tension relieving medication, oh, some zannies or something. A whole bucket of popcorn, <laughs> smashed it. So good. <laughs> something to eat to calm your nerves. Yeah. Uh, this is the type of movie that you'll be walking out later on, and uh, you'll be ready for bed, mm-hmm. uh, and happily ready for bed. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, so yeah, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yep. Wow. Mm. I think that might be one of your highest so far. Yeah. It's pretty good. This, I, I, I rate it yeah. as I walk out. The, the feeling I get. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fair mm. enough. It's good. I, this is a seven and a half for me. Mm. And that's, that's pretty sounds, high. Yeah. That's still high. That's mm. I, I think that's pretty high. Uh, it's a, you know what it reminds me of a little bit, just to end off? Kind of has a, like, a, not exactly the same, but kind of a similar vibe to Mad Max, the new one. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like it like yeah. it's not the same, but it has that like there's so much action happening. It's just nonstop. Yeah, I never feel like it stops. Mm. And that's why Mad Max I mean so good. I think Mad Max I'd put higher like eight point five oh, because that's a nine for me. Really? Yeah. But it's only because it's like so stylized. Mm. Uh and I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. But that'd be a top ten, I reckon. Yeah. But this is definitely a, this is seven and a half for me. Eight, yep, eight from me. Eight from Dan, <clears throat> and um, I think I think we'll end it there. Yeah, that's great. You've been listening to Spoil Radio. We have just uh, reviewed Mission Impossible Fallout. I'm Reese, and I'm Dan, and you have a good week. Ta-ta. Respect. Ta-ta.